0: You know my. F- we can get into it, but my first my first radio show or radio play is uh, was a station based in uh, Rotterdam, okay. Netherlands, and you know I always Ooh. want I preferred and hoped it would be at home first, uh, but sometimes things just don't. Timing works
1: funny ways, bro.
0: You just gotta roll with it, 100%. and um, but I'm happy my first my first interview is here.
1: I'm happy too, bro. Fucking. I'm happy that you're a guest on Versatile Vigilante, man. Yes, sir. Young Vince. Yes, Uncle sir. Uncle Vinny. A mod <laughs> special guest, Mississauga in the building, bro. Yes, sir. Some real talent in the building today, that's for sure.
0: Born and raised.
1: Born and raised in Mississauga, man. Uh, for for all the Vigilante gang, met this guy like literally a couple days ago. Saw a live performance. Shout out Campfire. They, they held it down in Kensington Market. Shout
0: out Campfire.
1: This guy was performing fucking tall ass guy on the stage i'm like this is pretty fire i fuck with this music saw so him am after i'm like bro let's get this interview in yeah here we are man yes so, sir man, thank you very much for coming through
0: thank you for having me man it was really dope to meet you there and i had a feeling when i was performing i'm like i know there's gonna be some some gems in this crowd here oh yeah i'm gonna make some important connections and
1: yeah that's what it's all about bro meeting new people doing doing our thing so yo let's get right into it man mm-hmm. so Imad, mississauga mississauga, see, just even from browsing on your music like mississauga yeah. seems close to your heart man absolutely born and raised in mississauga, tell me a little bit about coming up man
0: um you know i um I was brought up, I lived in a building not too far from not too far from here actually uh the the main inter- intersection was just about here Ontario in Eglinton, okay, um not too far from acorn. Not too far from Square One. That's why I had a song, um, "Square One Freestyle." I Saw that. That was probably the one that went off almost the most at the show. Um, and yeah, it's just, this is just the hometown, man. It's you know went to school here, made most of my friends that I have to this day are all from here, um, and the city itself is just special. It's such a it's such a multicultural place you know in school i grew up with people from all different types of cultures and hemispheres of the world and continents and whatnot um and yeah i want to you know i don't think i don't think there's been any artist yet from mississauga that's done it huge there's definitely artists from saga that are repping and i always pay my respect to them um i just want to see saga really do damage on like the global the global stage you know
1: Completely agree, bro. I view it kind of like how New York has like Brooklyn, Harlem. Yeah. Like I feel like Mississauga could be our own, like you know, Toronto's Definitely. like the of course. But Mississauga, a ton of talent here, here, man.
0: Definitely, it is almost like a, bor- a borough in some borough. ways. Um, it's not Toronto, so it's it's always funny when you you know even on my profile I have Mississauga slash Toronto. Saw that too um, for multiple reasons. One being that um i did live in toronto for like four years of my life and that was like in my 20s so those are pretty you know pretty formative times um but the other reason is you talk to anyone that's not from here you say mississauga and they're like miss what you know i we heard obama that one time say mississauga and that was a trip in itself um So you just kind of give the easiest reference point. You're like, okay, I'm from Toronto. Exactly, bro. Try telling someone from Florida you're from Mississauga, (laughs) you know? That's a fucking fun game. They'll think you're saying Mississippi or something like that. Exactly.
1: Like, oh, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's – no, I completely feel you, bro. I like to ask that question because everyone that's from Mississauga has the same response. Yeah. It's like we're our own thing, Mm -hmm. very diverse, like very unique place, bro. Mm -hmm. Like our downtown is a mall
0: it's a mall Crazy. straight up and even on the way here i was just looking at uh, i was driving on the 403 and i was looking at the highway and i just see the city center and i'm like it's all it's just surrounded <laughs> yeah. a mall basically yeah, there's a bunch of condos yeah. around a mall but it looks lit like our yeah. skyline is super it is, underrated it is
1: very nice it's uh it's definitely a vibe bro and you know hearing your music i really like i could hear the mississauga in it which is super weird to say like how the fuck can you hear a place you know
0: yo it's there's nothing more um there's nothing more i could ask for really exactly. like that's that's a huge thing it's just like when you listen to drake you can hear toronto in exactly. the music i want to i want my people to be able to hear mississauga and a bit of toronto too because it's it's both for me you know
1: exactly it's it's hand in hand we're not like competition we're like we're a team you know toronto exactly and is a team in my eyes
0: i forgot one thing i gotta add about artists doing it big from the city I completely forgot about P&D. Um, Superstar. Party Next Door is on that global stage. I'd say he did it the biggest yeah. from Saga. He
1: probably had the biggest hit that ever come on of Mississauga, I'd F- say. And
0: his writing credits, his, re- his resume speaks for itself. And funny enough, we actually went to the same high school. Sick. Um, and so I saw him doing music from back then, and yeah. And then, sure enough, he just blew up.
1: Yeah, he's he's a huge artist too, man. So shout outs to him. Shout outs to Jerron, for sure. Definitely shot mad videos in Mississauga too, which was dope.
0: Yeah, that the video uh, break from Toronto. Yeah, that's five minutes from my house. Yeah, bro, it's like I could walk there.
1: Tomkin and uh, and uh, Rathburn. Rathburn. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. That's 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 gang. But how'd you get into how'd you get into music, bro? Like, Mm -hmm. what were you were you always a musical kid coming up, Mm -hmm. and then just yeah through that a little bit
0: oh man great question um so i remember just back in the days when i was like eight or even younger than eight um my dad used to dj as like a side a side gig and he would do shows in toronto and whatnot and even here in saga and he would just he would take me to um when he was doing setup obviously not at night because i was a kid but uh, when he was doing setup and bringing over the speakers and all the equipment and stuff and the mic uh he would i would tag along just as a kid
1: you're like a mini roadie <laughs> yeah
0: i was a mini <laughs> roadie um and i don't know if he was trying to like low-key like do something there i don't know if he was trying to influence me maybe to, to be Apply more musical but it worked um when he would set up when the mic was hooked up i would take the mic and I was so fascinated by the fact that my voice was projecting. And I'd be, like, tapping the mic. I'd be like, is anyone here? Hello? <laughs> and I'm, I was experiencing that. Yeah. Um. And I think as a kid, that just that does something to you. And then um, I'd say fast forward from that, uh, we would always just have music playing in the house. My parents are big on pop, R&B, soul, um, my sister was big on she, she. I'd say my sister brought me into like the world of hip hop, um, but we'd have music videos playing in the house. I remember one of my favorite videos that I'd watch on repeat was uh, Buster Rhymes, uh, the Ha. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was a kid. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's so like he's so comical.
1: That's better than a cartoon, man. Yeah. As a
0: kid, those kind of artists and then later on Missy Elliott and things you're watching and you're just like fascinated by just how colorful and animated um, everything is. Uh, I'd say that those are the experiences early on that like really planted the seeds for me to get into music. Remembering
1: that as you get older too you think wow that really was significant didn't you, really you don't realize it at the time at all yeah that's real as fuck and did you start making music as a young kid too or
0: yeah so um so fast forward to let's say uh maybe like 12 years old uh, that's when i saw like by that time i was like pretty like in hip-hop already in terms of like listening to eminem jay-z um and then 50 cent came along yeah and that just that took my love for hip-hop to another level um because i think i wasn't i wasn't as big of a fan of any artist yet like i knew i liked songs by tupac i knew i liked songs by biggie and all that but when 50 came along i was like yo this is it. different the energy was just incredible the way he just like everything stopped like him and the whole g-unit shady aftermath that whole time it was like so dominant so i remember at that time i was completely fascinated and just like yo i want to do this i want to do that i remember i was i just wanted to join g-unit I, didn't, remember, bro? I remember didn't? i remember wishing <laughs> in my mind wishing that there was like a a junior division that, of G. That, I was like is there a j the unit g, yeah, is that the, a, the is dogs, that a thing get the g league g yeah. <laughs> can there be a Hell kid yeah. a kid a teenage version
1: they really had it on lock like it was crazy man
0: and then watching each of them have their turn like you see lloyd banks come through you see young buck Beast. and tony yao is just like bro, bro it's it's so like and then good. the game Shout yeah Ayo, yeah man you remember Love, yeah, yo. like all that was and then obviously the the alliance with m and dr dre and just all of that was insane to watch
1: they were really an empire
0: they were an empire and i think that around that time probably when i was like 13 years old when i was 12 i think get Get richard i try came out and it was i was just out of control Crazy. and then when i was 13 i think i recorded my first song with a um I remember my friend Patrick, shout out to Patrick. Shout out Patrick. Uh he definitely does not rap, but if I was able to find those old songs, it would just be the most impar- years 13 years old. He had this microphone. It was like a stick and it was a computer microphone. Okay. The quality was super trash. But we found some foam and we like put it on the the microphone like this and like put a rubber band around it and we recorded to um we recorded two songs. One to uh, you know "Damn" by Young Bloods. Yeah. If y'all give a damn, yeah, yeah, yeah. F- yeah. And um, I forget the second one. And yeah, we we wrote our parts and like just <laughs> just remix that <laughs> remix that them. That's and unreal. the quality was just insanely bad. But that was the bro. You guys were ahead of your time, though. That was the formative years, man. This is we're talking like 2005.
1: That's crazy, man.
0: 2004, 2005, around there
1: that's um, unbelievable to hear yeah start that shit at a young age super young see what happens yeah. when you made and i just
0: super aged myself by the way if anyone doesn't know <laughs> i'm i'm 30 years old so we can have bro, separate that's questions your prime, about that
1: man, yeah. that's your prime 1990 91 i'm 91 yeah 91 yeah, yeah. okay yeah. oh bro that's not gonna i'm prime.
0: not I, i'm not one of those people that's gonna have like an industry age i know people Fuck be doing that. that bro i rep I kick
1: you out of the interview if yeah that was the case. No, it's not happening Fuck i, I rep
0: who i actually am that's what you're gonna get
1: man i I, i'm a big fan of i've said this on the podcast even before like the process is so important when you like fucking faking shit you're throwing that away man you're you're removing important things from your life like that's bullshit
0: i think that's a form of um i think that's a form of self-hate at the end of the day if you don't fully embrace like everyone's own story is their own you have your own story exactly i have my own story when you start photoshopping or editing your story, it's not even you it's anymore.
1: fake, bro. It's plastic surgery. It's
0: plastic surgery.
1: Did you happen to see a couple months ago, you know that rapper Jack Harlow? Yeah. Did you see he posted one of his like first songs? He was like a kid. Yeah. Bro, that was so gangster a to banger. me. A banger. I love that, man. Love it. Talking about, like, texting his girlfriend back at 14 or whatever. Love that shit. Yo, his
0: rhyme schemes were actually really clean for that age.
1: Bro, the process is amazing. I I feel like we get blinded by those, like, 18-year-old one-hit, like, wonders. I'm like, bro, that's cool, but there's a whole other lane, you know?
0: The thing that's beautiful about the Jack Harlow uh, example is that... instantaneously you feel closer to him exactly instantaneously that that's part of the reason that thing went viral it's like oh we get to see this guy who to many people came up out of nowhere like he all of a sudden was just like whoa this guy's killing with the what's popping and all that but as soon as you see that clip you're like oh I like this guy now. Yes, I yes. feel like I know him now.
1: Exactly. Like, oh, this kid has been working his ass off for exactly. many
0: years. Okay. It's a form it's yeah, and that too. It right. gives the, your your respect goes up cuz you're like, yeah. "Oh, he was grinding when he wasn't." Shit, can I curse on there? Hell yeah. Okay. He wasn't grinding when he was not shit. Bro. But I'm not I'm not really like a curse heavy guy anyway. But, <laughs> you know. That's, no, it's
1: it's fucking true though, like. Yeah.
0: That's a really good example.
1: Exactly. And you saying you're 30, some people that are fifty will be like, bro, you're a kid. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. In the music game for some reason 30 is like old, but it's Grandpa. not at all. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like it's like you're hitting your stride. Now you have some shit to talk about.
0: Facts. You've
1: lived. You've lived a little bit, right?
0: Vince spitting facts.
1: Versatile facts, man.
0: <laughs> that, S- session one. Session one. No, that's you know, okay, so I'll kind of like loop in where we were going with the prior question Please to do. what you just said. So I continued to make music um, into high school, mm-hmm. right? Which was 2005 to or like 2006 to th- 2009 around that time. Yeah, 2009 I graduated. But anyway, I made music all throughout high school. Um, but at that age, there ain't shit to talk about. <laughs> math. I was science. talking about <laughs> math, <mass> science, gym. <laughs> I was there talking about haters I didn't have and like, oh, I'm so much better than all you other rappers. (laughs) And meanwhile, I'm not. But you're just talking, you're just kind of finding your way through it. But the substance is completely lacking. At that point, it's really just about technique. You're figuring out delivery. You're figuring out rhyme patterns and how to formulate a song. Um, How to even, the early days of like, how to even distribute your song aka log on msn messenger appear offline and appear online a bunch of times so people can see beating the algorithm (laughs) before it was a thing man (laughs) so yeah yeah, i think the whole thing about rapping at this age is it's life experience now i can talk about
1: real shit you got some shit going on, man. hmm That's a hundred percent. And when you were making the music, was there anyone kind of coaching you? Did you have an older homie? Or were you more or less like, This is me, let's fucking learn it.
0: Yo. Self taught, man. Self-taught. self-taught. Um, I just I'm the type I'm the type where I I just study, man. I just do my due diligence and study. Um when I pick out the people, it's like when I find someone that I consider to be like worthy of being a role model i really zone in on them and i I watch everything i study everything watch all the videos uh pay close attention you know in those days out the people i was paying attention to rap wise would be the jay-z's the m the lil wayne's yeah. the kanye west and then later on drake of course and then j cole and all them all those guys um but, yeah, I, I didn't – that is one thing I think about, having, like, a mentor and all that. I never really had one. I was just mentoring myself the whole time. That's how it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. It's in the cards. That's it's how it's in the supposed cards. to be. However it works for you, you just got to make the most of it, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. You probably had some ex- – What well, you just said I relate to heavy because you probably had some experience where if someone was with you, you probably could have avoided some mistakes, but you learned so much you grew even more
0: big facts right yeah that's <clears throat> yeah it's it's kind of um uh, both sides could look at the other side as oh i wish i had that exactly the 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 people who were mentored could look at me and be like oh man he was in the trenches like learning and making mistakes but he was in the mud yes um but at the same time i could say like yo having a mentor would have saved me some time or some money or whatever the hell but oh sorry Honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. No. I like I like the way, I like the way I'm rolling now.
1: It's absolutely, bro. And and music is the best thing for that vigilante status. Vigilante status always, <laughs> man. We didn't, we weren't born this way. It turned into <laughs> yeah. that, man. Um, but music is the best way to express those different backgrounds because everyone, even you, just named, like J Cole, come from a, like a he was in college and, yeah. this and that. Then you look at Fifty Cent from the streets, mm-hmm. Drake from a different country, like. Mm-hmm that's the sick thing about music you could be from anywhere your background could be anything as long as you could tell a story mm-hmm. unreal
0: and everyone has one everyone has one as long as you're in tune with yourself enough you appreciate exactly. yourself you have a relationship with yourself the better your relationship with yourself i think the better the music turns out to be
1: completely agree bro that's that soul music
0: soul music
1: I uh I'm jumping ahead, but I, I really wanted to ask you about Jump. this. So I was listening to your music. Uh-huh. So far my favorite track is the outside track. Oh, for okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So there is a couple themes I picked up on in your mm. music, bro. One is you talk a lot about like time.
0: <laughs> <Which is> hilarious.
1: <laughs> I have a podcast titled Time that I did this year too. So Ooh. I'm like, okay. I fucking know. Yo, exactly I gotta what jump said, on that, and we just talk about that. time. And
0: we just talk about like metaphysical things.
1: That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> time, and then the other topic that I really touched on with your music was kind of being by yourself, like learning on your own. Break it down to me a little bit, bro. I'm putting you on the Ooh, spot. No, I love it because I have my thoughts on this. So I want to hear what it. you have to say.
0: I, I'm I'm here for all of that. I love the analysis. Um, okay, so first time um hmm, so many things to talk about basically when i so i i went to university okay um and i was always philosophical in nature but in university i literally took philosophy and um i just learned a level of existence and the world and i just learned about all these amazing thinkers from the past and all their theories and just their perspectives on life one of the things i'd say one of the most formative classes i took was called um i think it was called the philosophy of dying okay Or death and dying one of those it was something like that not a light-hearted class not at (laughs) all but i'm i'm the type like sometimes people talk to me and they're like yo this guy's too much like he's too intense i just love me too man i love all that me too kind of stuff. you know what i mean oh yeah so that class oh my god the professor so he taught he walked us through seneca and plato and all these intense topics and thinkers and whatnot but one exercise he had us do which was insane um was um called a he would have us write these consolation letters okay where you're consoling someone over a death Fuck. and the first one was like console somebody over the death of their loved one write that letter now How does that sound? So you write the letter. And then the next one was, okay, now write a letter about uh, consoling your own loved one. So someone you actually know about someone else. Like, let's say like your friend, consoling your friend about the death of their parent Mm -hmm. or something. It's getting gradually more intense and I'm like equally stunned, but like diving into this thing. Eventually it leads to, okay, now console write a letter consoling a loved one over your death. And I'm like, "Oh my god." And then the final one was to write a letter to yourself about your own death. Oh, that was such a mind-blowing op- and mind-opening moment. And I was like, really this is like me confronting my the fact that we don't have a we don't have much time here. Our time is really it's finite, yes, and you have to remember that always, and that's what they teach in Stoicism too. Remember the fact that you're a mortal being, and there is an ex- expiry date, and so that is the foundation for me talking about time so much. It's just because I know this is it'll end one day, so I'm just trying to make the most, bro. That
1: that's a fucking unreal story, and extremely extremely relatable for me because i I, especially when i was in high school i had a tough time dealing with time like Mm -hmm. wow like fuck things are changing like people die like Mm -hmm. things happen and then as you get a little older i'm realizing what you said Mm -hmm. that's not negotiable like there there's you can't negotiate time the amount of time you have you just have to make the most of it yep and it's it's fucking crazy to think so when i was listening to that i'm like okay i, I know where this guy's coming from with the time stuff it's mm-hmm. it's crazy and time too it's like something could feel like it's taking forever other mm-hmm. things can fly by like mm-hmm. it's just so. Uh, i could talk about that shit forever no bro. it's super important and you'll it's see crazy. it's a common
0: thread through a lot of my songs uh, like you said it's you know spirit and time is is that and like that's the core theme of the song it's like yo make the most of what you have because we don't have a lot of the the cover art designed by my girlfriend girlfriend shout out nidhi there we go um is an hourglass with an s and the emphasis on yo make the most of what you have here um doesn't stop bro end of square one freestyle same thing it's living life better when i think about the end even though society. Would rather just pretend that life will just extend. I flipped the script and went and turned death into a friend. Really had to make amends. It's like bars. confronting bars and being in touch with the fact that okay, this is just what life is. It's exactly
1: right, bro. It is a lot to think about, but you do have to think about it. It's it, like you said, ignoring it gets you nowhere. It,
0: and the reason I dove into it is because I, I can't, I can't rely on. I've seen how society avoids it. And I'm like, I can't rely on the status quo. I can't trust no, society to teach me about this thing because you guys avoid this topic. You guys don't want to talk about the fact that we will die one day and just talk about it in a way that's like, how do, we, how do you prepare yourself? Exactly. Mentally for that
1: it's you know what i've found bro it's like a lot of people frame it as a negative discussion it's not a negative discussion not at it's all. real shit mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things where i understand when you're at a birthday party you don't want to talk yeah, about it the, there's a time and a place but yo there is a time and a place
0: there has to be and you know when eventually when i have kids it's like i want that to be i want them to be able to come to me and obviously there's a lot of sadness you know them talking to me about oh mom and dad are gonna die one day it's like yeah we are um but just being able to really i think just like work work through it you
1: have to work through it man. not avoiding it no exactly it's a lot of talk um now i hear a lot about like anxiety and Mm -hmm. depression these words come up a lot and i feel like a lot of a lot of strategies are more of just masking it, the feelings of it, you know, ignoring it. Bro, mm-hmm. these things are real. Mm-hmm. If if don't address them, how can it be worked on?
0: Exactly. You know? I'm, I'm not so much about... I know how people are into different forms of escapism. Exactly. Whether it be through substance. Granted, there's delicate issues around substance use, and Absolutely. I'm not talking about that. But escapism in general whether it be through substances or just avoiding things that's real
1: it's very real man
0: yeah you uh
1: you can't that, that's real shit where we're not new we're mm-hmm. not new on this earth man no. There's been a lot of people that walk this earth facts you know and yeah. the li- life is the same always it's just other shit mm-hmm Facts for a fuck. but it's, let
0: me get to the let me get to the second part or oh, not to cut you off no 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 okay
1: i, I want to learn the second topic the second
0: part of what your question was um being alone
1: yeah just you in, i'm paraphrasing but in your songs you talked about like kind of going for a drive clearing your head like yeah not chilling with too many people yeah 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 tell me about that bro
0: <clears throat> that's um i'd say that's like my introverted way yeah um I'm pretty, like, uh, it's funny. I I used to think that I was extroverted. People call me that, um, but it's it's hard to tell because you know someone who's introverted doesn't necessarily. I think we think of introverts as oh okay they like in a social setting they're just in shambles. Yeah, they're just gonna be off in a corner in a social. You can't. That's not actually how it works. No. Um, it's about energy at the end of the day. Um, and the way i think of it and define it is like if you primarily get your energy from social interactions then you're extroverted if you primarily get your energy from being alone and you find social interactions draining then you're most likely introverted right it depends for me i think situations like this i feel charged up like when we're talking about amazing things connecting sharing ideas i feel amazing but connecting back to the song It was literally one night where I took a night drive. Um, I just remember it was a night in September. Uh, I was going around posting up posters of myself, uh, advertisements that I made with like a QR code, and I posted it on Instagram. So some people watching probably already know. So I went around. I was going around Mississippi. I was actually in... um, the borderline of mississauga and etobicoke i was right by that's my hood that's your hood mill road that's my hood. i was right around there posting up posters and like by east mall and west mall around there um i was just alone and as i was driving through each of one of those bulletins that's on the side of the street yeah the streets were just like empty and i was just i was just looking at the city lights and i was just driving just quiet no music nothing And I was just thinking about like, yo, I'm on the grind right now. I'm on the grind. I'm thinking about me as an artist and just how much life has changed. And yeah, those moments of being alone, you can't, you almost can't listen to yourself to that degree. If you have all this noise around you, you have all this chatter of other people with their own thoughts. And it's just sometimes you need that solo let me listen to what's going on in here and in here, and then go from there.
1: Bro, probably the most relatable shit I've ever heard, <laughs> man. I, 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 when I was listening to that, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, this is, this is real. Yeah. Completely relatable because um, I, I have to do that almost every day, bro. Like, take some time for myself and just reflect. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you are, but... Mm-hmm. It's it's super like it's super crucial for me. I definitely fall under the introvert category more. Mm. I want to bring up the campfire event. Okay, yeah. Had a great time at that event. Yeah, loved it. Me too. But I had to Shout work to really campfire. hard. Shout out campfire. Yeah, I had yeah. to work very hard in that situation. Like it's not a. Uh, not like naturally like talking oh, to people mingling, I, got you. I I've learned to like enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it I that's effort. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So absolutely uh, those types of things. I like how you said you can't really just put someone in a box like mm-hmm. introvert. You're not just gonna stand in the corner.
0: You never know how never skilled know. an introvert might be exactly. in a in a social setting. Like you said, probably you from a year ago to now, someone may have been able to tell more a year ago that you're an introvert, but now. I wouldn't I can't guess that because right. the way the way you came up to me at the event was like a social person. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard to tell from that kind of thing.
1: And you know what? Those nights where I've been kind of riding around or just doing my thing. So mm-hmm. that's helped me get to further steps, bro. It's like being I've dealt with this a lot. Like being by yourself is not like a bummy thing for mm-hmm. me. It's necessary. It's like I need to analyze this mm-hmm. figure something out let's look at that next step you know exactly
0: that's that's actually the the best way to put it it's not it's not a bad or bummy thing it's no? not like oh i heard uh one of the quotes i learned in philosophy and all that is um if you're lonely when you're alone then you're in bad company exactly it's like are you good company to yourself what yourself. is your actual dynamic with yourself like what's your self-talk what's your what's your relationship with yourself right exactly, and so i think that's one of the reasons that that song ended up um just going crazy that's one of my definitely my fastest growing that's songs. A sick song too and that's one of the ones where i see the widest range of people that like it i think it's just because the message is so who can't relate to that exactly. i mean maybe if you can't drive but like <laughs> in some way yeah you go for a yeah. walk Yeah, and there's no cursing. It's just a very uh, clean...
1: That's just a good song, bro. Thank you. And that was the song, too, where it was very, like, GTA. Like, I don't know. I always associate riding in the car at night with Mississauga. Yeah, yeah. It's weird, I don't know, but that was very much... That's your reference point. That's my reference point, you know? So I I thought you hit the nail on the head with that track. Mm. That was a really good song. Thank you. And I like... I'm not someone who needs, like, very, like, complex lyrics, but I mm. like when they hit, mm. you know? I don't need a lot of, uh, like, Kendrick Lamar, like, deep shit. That's cool, but I, I like...
0: Athletics. That's lyrical... That's crazy, Athleticism exactly. at the end of the day, yeah. I want
1: more shit, though, where it's like, okay, he's saying some real shit. It's from mm, the soul. Mm-hmm. That's what I look for in music, you know? Right, right. So shout out to you for making that. Hey, thank you so good-ass much, Good-ass song. And, and really fucking related to that.
0: Thanks, bro. I'm glad. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> the thing the thing you're saying about lyricism you know i um i consider myself to be a you know fairly well spoken have like good vocabulary and all that and i've always um steered towards towards being more lyrical i've always steered towards you know layering yeah. lines with multiple meanings and double entendres yeah. that's why like hove is my favorite rapper of all time yeah. because of that um but for a song like outside and as an artist i think one of the main developing points that i'm having now is like really being able to know okay maybe now's not the time to be all like oh man we need a lyrical breakdown on that like there was so no sometimes it's just like i've been driving down this road tonight it's just me and my soul tonight and people quoting me and being like Yo, me and my soul tonight. Oh, Dude, I like I so. really felt that. I'm like simplicity. Simpl- if you're able to com- get that feeling across with just a few words, that's that's a skill in
1: itself. Exactly, man. You mm-hmm. mentioned some quotes. I love those. I follow like a daily quotes account on Instagram, and yeah. they're all like just like fucking hits you right in the I face. Love them. You know? I love them so much. Like wow, one sentence. I'm like wow, that's
0: some real shit. That's like in school when um, when you get a paper and, you know, people always complain about the long word count ones. But really, it's the short word count ones that you have to be afraid of because um, you got to communicate that point. Make this hit. Make this hit now. Yes. Like you only have this much space to make it count. Yep. You can't be blabbing on about this. No fluff. Cut all the fluff. Can you Can you communicate your message in this amount of space? That's a task. Huge. And, you know, you alienate a lot of people when you make your things too wordy, too advanced. For Kendrick, for a lot of people, you know, there's – on one side, there's Pulitzer Prize. Yes. And it's incredible. But on the other side, it's like, I can't listen to that. Yeah. Not me, but – there's audiences of, of people that his ver- his music is very much not for because for they sure. hear the lyrics and they're like, "What's going on here?" It's like too insane for them. Exactly. Um, whereas you have Drake on the other side of that, who's like Mister, make it as accessible as possible, but then also try and preserve some level of like lyricism at the same time. Yeah, he flexes his muscles here and there. Yeah, man. He's I mean, he's super talented. So
1: again, music, man. There's a place for everybody if you believe in it. Mm-hmm. thing about kendrick that i respect i'm not a huge fan of his music but he's never like i feel like he's never really swayed from what he's trying to do which i respect
0: integrity for
1: days right like not exactly my style but it's his style so keep doing that you know
0: exactly and that that commands a lot of respect it does when you see someone do that even a guy like j cole it's like you could see his growth over the years you could see the you could see that he's maintaining the integrity, but then also doing things that maybe you wouldn't have expected from him, like like "Pride Is the Devil." I may not have expected a song like that from him right. five years ago, right? But you could see he's trying to move with the times, but then also he knows who he is, sort exactly,
1: of man. Staying fresh and keep exactly keeping that old school shit too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you th- uh, kind of? go back into the actual like recording stuff like when yeah. did you start dropping your own music
0: um so are we talking like the the high school days or you mean the current era were you dropping in high school i was dropping you in high dropping, school okay and i was dropping under the i almost don't want to say the name because people to, are gonna man. look me up all right man hey, drake
1: was on degrassi bro You <laughs> <laughs> always gotta. Start this
0: is somewhere. my degrassi um i was dropping under the name bonafide okay b-o-n-a-f-i-d-e um this was in high school i went to applewood heights um and so a bunch of us were right ra- it wasn't just me it was like a, a group of us rapping um and putting out music so for anyone keen enough if you want you will find my music out there i put out a whole mixtape with one of my boys Let's go. he ended up coming to the show um yeah. he was in the crowd that was a surprise for me and it was, a, it was honestly a full circle moment because i look in the crowd and i see the guy's I was making music with in high school. That's dope. And now, you know, I'm now the moniker is just my real name. It just comes full circle. Um, incredible. I wish I, I, I need to tell that story on social media a little more because that shit is just life changing, honestly.
1: That's so cool, bro. Clip this part. And,
0: and the guy who I made the songs with even earlier, Patrick, um, he was in the crowd as well. So it was just insane like all the stomping ground people were there um including my parents um love it and so yeah i was putting out by the way if i'm ever not answering a question just please steer me in the right (laughs) right path because my brain be firing a lot um so I, i started putting out music in high school i would upload it to where would i upload that piff not that piff um damn sound click yeah i remember that. myspace of course Yep. yes i was around I in the myspace guess. days and i seen how big drake was in those days and i was like okay yeah, this guy's out of here um Insane. yeah um i feel like i used another site but i'm forgetting i put it up on like z share i don't know if you remember z share yeah that was one of those like
1: the torrent one of the torrent ones it no? was just
0: like a mp3 sharing site and then you just send these bootleg links out to people lime Lime links like i don't know what kind of viruses these sites were giving (laughs) us but but they worked at the time and a lot of the time it was literally just putting loading up songs on an ipod nano and bringing it to school with the headphones and being and like literally just like being around the friends and being like yo i dropped a new track want to listen to it like putting the earbuds in their ear and looking at their rea- reaction as you're playing them uh the songs and yeah people always enjoyed it uh but never did a show or anything actually i did do a show in 20 in 2000 in 2009 i did a show just by square one i don't know if you remember enfield
1: it's still a club now right is it still popping i think so are you kidding what did it use, what i it know
0: i know it was called it was called enfield i think now it's called like tilted kilt or something like yeah, that yeah i've been there before. you know that one that, yeah. it used to be enfield and i did a I did a performance there hosted by i'm just name dropping like crazy this bar, do, bro. hosted by vince the barber who's like his barber shop is where they do the um what's the one with lebron and and uh, no way yeah i, I know exactly you're the shop about. the shop hbo yeah. Yeah. yeah that's his barber shop shout so out he, vince the barber bro. vince the barber shout out to vince um and he used to, he used to cut hair out of his condo just by square one. I used to get haircuts by him, so shout out to Vince. He went crazy, but he hosted this uh, open mic thing, and so I went and performed there for the first time. Um, I did, I did like two songs. I was so nervous. Um, Nico from OVO was there randomly because he's Filipino and Vince is Filipino. <laughs> There's just so much history, bro. Toronto shit. Toronto shit. Toronto slash Mississauga shit. Um that's that era okay and then this era i literally were we're walking up to my one year anniversary of my first song spirit and time which was released on december 16th 2020 coming right up on that and i have something special planned on the
1: anniversary sick gotta very keep your eyes out for that man what keep your ears ready
0: i got a very special release coming out yeah
1: So you took a pretty good break. I did. Just were you like, you know what? Let me just do something else for now. You fall out of love with it. Never,
0: never, never fell out of love. Um, I think it was a thing. This is where mentorship comes into play. Okay. This is where mentorship comes into play because at the tender age of 18, 19, making songs, I don't understand how to make it into a career at this age i just know i'm dropping songs and i'm like it'll take off or it doesn't like when you're naive you're just like i'm gonna blow up like i'm just gonna someone's gonna find these songs you don't understand the marketing aspect um and at that those times marketing is different than these times now now it's social media back then it's kind of social myspace social media early social media days but it's just it was a little different i didn't understand how to make it a career in those days and you know when you're 19 you're doing music nothing's really happening um you're trying to figure out okay like now i gotta like what do i find a job do i go to school do i go to college uni like what do i do um And I was like, okay, music just isn't it then. Like, I have to be an adult now. You know, I'm almost 20. I gotta figure out my life. Um, And so I did just that. I went to university, got my jobs and all that stuff, did full-time work. Um, And, you know, when all the way through, my soul is like, I go to sleep at night, random punchlines are coming to my mind. I'm like, why am I thinking punchlines? I'm not even trying to think. Someone says something, and I'll be like, oh, that would be dope if they said it like this in the rap. Or I hear a melody, and I'm like, randomly singing melodies to myself. And like, try, I'm singing things that other people are like, yo, that's catchy. What the hell? And then they're singing it back, and I'm like, not paying enough attention to it mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. eventually pandemic that's like years we're talking 10 years of a gap but that's happening the whole time and then pandemic hits and um um actually there is there was a little bit of a period where we're going full full length here there was a period in 2017 where um because one of my good friends chris um he he knows he knew from before he's like yo you really need to do this music stuff. Um, and he saw that I'd given up on it, but he randomly, like, we gave each other, like, a challenge one day where for 30 days we would each do some, like, some project or task that would, like, further ourselves, something we were interested in. Right. I, it was super random. Um, I definitely didn't do the 30 days, but he's like, yo, every day he's like, write one song or verse or something and record it and send it to me by the end of the day. So he kept me accountable. I was get a kind of bit of mentorship there a nice. little bit. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Um huge influence. But um he had me do that. And I was like, "Oh shit." So I it, I lasted like 5 days, I'll be real. That shit was good, hard though. to keep up. Uh, a verse a day is crazy. A verse man. a day and like over different beats and all that stuff and I'd record it and send it to him like like it was homework. Yeah. Um but that ended up oh man, that did something cuz I realized when I was writing those verses um i was like oh i got better like these these are way better than what i used to write i'm not i'm not practicing but my mind has
1: advanced exactly and then when i
0: show it to people that used to listen to me they're like "You, you this is already better than what you used to make absolutely and then fast forward from that pandemic hits and i just see everyone finding themselves and like it's such a time to cut out all the noise you're you're alone you're you're trying to you're just it's such a been such a pivotal time for everyone and such a life-changing things for some people for the worse, some people the better and all that but either way we can all agree we've had more solitude in these past two years than we've ever had before definitely sorry let me give you some speed okay
1: no i just completely agree okay yeah
0: um and I just saw everyone's like, you know, some people would be like, yeah, I started doing this again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then I was like, hold up. I was like, yo, I, let me just let me see what's up. The I music, got something. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, let me just see what's up. Let me start like writing again. I just let me pull up some beats and just have fun. Let's see where it takes me. And then it just snowballed. And then I just felt something click inside of me and i was like wait a goddamn second this is what i should have been doing this whole time and then i read um this keeps going but i read uh russ's my girlfriend bought me russ's book because i was studying i just started studying russ because i just saw the independent grind and i was like this is incredible yeah
1: i fuck with this hustle
0: incredible it's yeah. it's you don't even have to be an artist and you yeah. could be take I, I fuck with russ, man. so many lessons from it and I, um, it's hilarious because when I look back to, to high school in my, in my grade 12 or grade 11 English class, we had an assignment to write a, write some like short little reflection paper on just anything that interested us. And I think it was when we just got back from summer break. So mm-hmm. it was September time. Um, I wrote about three sixty deals
1: <laughs> owning your ass, man,
0: 2009. When I think back to that now, I'm like, this is a no-brainer. Like, I've been fascinated with this. And so now connecting back to Russ um, in 2020, it was just hearkening back to that time in 2009 where I understood that artists were getting fucked up. When I was 18 or 17 years old, I knew back then. Um, And yeah, I read the book um what's it called get out of your head it's the yellow book i think it's called get out of your head by russ each of the chapters is a song title of his is that not swag yeah
1: he's a super marketer
0: man bro yeah he's a beast and so i read that book and it was just it was over from there that's the long answer to to your question it just really solidified and it's like i had to i need i needed to go on that journey experiencing life and then I found my way back to myself.
1: Beautiful, bro. Yeah, that—that's life, man. That's life. That's life. Just living, <laughs> to go and doing some shit for real. That's an excellent story, bro. And most people that stop doing what they like doing at 19, nineteen, twenty, did not pick that shit back up, bro. So for you to even have the balls mm-hmm. to start back up, mm-hmm. you're essentially starting from scratch because you're you're so much older, a different mm-hmm. guy. Yep. That takes balls, man. So I commend you for that.
0: Thank you. That's huge. I appreciate that, man.
1: No, it's yo, and it, it goes back to our time discussion like why not, bro? Okay, I didn't do it in the last 10 years, but I'll do it now.
0: I'll do it now. Okay. It's a it's a, you know, I understand for a lot of people will hear this and be like, "Oh, he's old, like whatever." I'm not it just, it'll feel funny about it. Um, but if there's anything that's beautiful about hip hop nowadays is It's expanding. It's not just a young man's game anymore. No. It is very much obviously dominated by young men, but you look at some of the legacy acts, you look at the Jays, the Nases, all these guys, you know, seeing them on that record with Khaled. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, not sorry, amazing amazing song, but you just get to see them stunting. Like you see, Nah, it's talking about being uh what is he? Cryptocurrency, Scarface and like Jay, another B. Oh, sorry. It's just you watch the video. These are me- these are leaders. Yeah. Exactly. We have dudes that are in their fifties leading us in hip hop. And right behind them, you have Kanye at 45 or however old. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So hip hop need not be just a you know 15 to 25 year old game it's like how interesting would the songs be if everyone's in the same (laughs) demographic it's 100
1: percent true man
0: you want people of different perspectives and life experience to exactly to speak their truth
1: and for someone like um someone like myself who i watch a lot of interviews stuff like that Mm -hmm. i love watching the older artists speak listening Mm -hmm. to them speak i love the young guys of course because they got that spirit that you know, mm-hmm. uh, you can't replicate that when you're in your 50s. Yeah, but yeah. the 50s, you got that experience, man. Yep. You know what I like about those guys, bro? They're all so calm. Mm. Like Jay-Z, of course, he's a billionaire. Why, why wouldn't he be calm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also because he's gone through so much shit. He knows so what much, to turn man. up on, what to chill out
0: with. Facts.
1: Drake, too. Yep. Listening to Drake speak, I really like it. Yep, because you know he's thinking about shit. He's gone through a lot of shit.
0: It's been over a decade, man.
1: Oof, man, this guy hasn't slowed down one bit. Mm-hmm. So that—that's where mentorship. You don't. I don't know if you even need to personally know them. Facts. You know, use yeah. that. Use those resources. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah.
0: Really. Um. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to have that person beside you coaching you on what to do, but as long as you. Just be a student. Be student, man. Be diligent, be vigilant, be versatile. Just like exactly. you know what I mean? Like the internet. The internet Everything, is at our disposal. You just look go on YouTube. Like study these guys. Study their careers. Study other people. Like even me watching Kobe. I'm not I don't play ball, but watching Kobe, it's like how can you not be inspired by work ethic like that, you know?
1: Man, and we were talking about before the podcast, probably his last interview ever did was on mm-hmm. the Matt Barnes podcast, All, uh, All the Smoke. Mm-hmm. He said something that really hit me, bro. He said, man, young young players will reach out to me looking for help. Mm-hmm. they would be like, yo, help me with this. And he'll be like, bro, I'd love to help, it, help you, but you need to tell me what you need help with. Mm. Like, I can't just show you everything mm-hmm. i know because that won't work for you it worked for me <laughs> if you need help with a fucking jump shot in yeah. the in the in the corner okay i could show you some shit. Mm-hmm. and that's life too bro i like if someone needs help you they need to tell you what you need help with and same with us mm-hmm. if we need some guidance with what mm-hmm. you know it's yeah like, yeah help me
0: <laughs> just help me they're you like know, in the water the, flailing like y- just like no
1: like you need to help yourself and then we can do more the yep. 360 deals man you sign to a label you think they're gonna take you where you need to go <laughs> you still gotta work
0: and, and
1: no exact you know that that's the real relationship when you know what you're trying to do yeah you just need a little bit of
0: this is a huge topic man huge topic man. we're talking about independence and independence like, man intrinsic work ethic and it's
1: with the so being by yourself in the in the car like doing mm-hmm. all that, and I'm someone who does that all the time. Mm-hmm. I've always known that you can't do it on your own. Mm-hmm. I gotta put the majority of the work in. Mm-hmm. But being around really good people that know what they're fucking doing mm-hmm. is really how we take steps forward. Absolutely. We can't rely on them though.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, that balance that of balance of you know knowing knowing your own bandwidth yes um knowing that you can't ultimately you can't do everything especially as you scale up it's just it's actually impossible you can't you drive yourself insane and you don't have enough
1: time or resources exactly and it's not efficient
0: it's not efficient
1: russ talks about not signing to labels but he has a team he has a team he's not doing everything himself because he knows that's not smart
0: it's not and not it's just flat out not feasible so as you get to a certain level. I do want to get back to the point you said about Kobe because I love that. Please do. Um, but as you scale up, it's actually impossible yeah. to um to uh, do everything by yourself. If you want to be at a level that's like local, just only doing shows, maybe you can manage it by yourself. Yeah. But if you're trying to go global, you got to start appointing people. That being said, I think it's hilarious when people get managers way too early just for optics. and. Yeah. And just for it's status and be like, you know, I can't talk to you. You talk to my manager. It's like, wh- what are you talking about? Like, like bro, you... you're just checking memes out. Yeah. Right? Like, you're not that busy. Yeah. Just relax. <laughs> you could like, take your own call. Yeah, you now, could take. Bro. And it's like, um, <laughs> like, um, like, I had a conversation with, um, I'm not going to do any more name dropping. Forget <laughs> all that. Uh, I had a conversation with some friends and producer, artists, people, uh, um, and we, on this exact topic of, you should only really get a manager when you physically cannot manage it all by yourself. Yeah. You need help. In that case, you could even get an assistant if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, and if you, wanted to, you want to make sure you run your own ship and not pay out 15 to 20 percent of everything you're getting, hire an assistant and that person will help you do all the admin and all the tasks yeah. that you need to get done. Um, but I want to get back to your Kobe point. So. That's a hilarious thing, because when you listen to Kobe, we can just get into all sorts of topics. Yo, but, yeah, I don't know what the time limit is, but... No time limit, bro. Okay, and we could trim <laughs> trim up the video however you want to trim it real up. Real is real, man. Okay, dope, because I'm enjoying this. Um, but the thing about Kobe, like, when you listen to the interviews and all that, and you listen to the things he was looking at, like, he, he had a thing where... Um, uh, I was watching Kanye on... Um, I was watching Kanye on Drink Champs Drink Champs. That recent uh, w- yep. that interview went crazy. And he was talking about um like he linked up with Kobe one time. And Kobe had the phone out. They were watching on the phone and they were watching clips of um Who was it? Was it it wasn't Cream Abdul Jabbar. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Who was it? Was it Magic? Elijah, Warren, maybe. A lot no, it wasn't a Eli- lot. I think it was I didn't Magic. Watch the clip. Magic, that would make sense. No, nah, was it magic? Or was it Scotty? Fuck! It was some older player. Yeah, some Hall <laughs> of Famer. It was some Hall of Famer, and um, Kobe was paying attention to that. That player is known for one thing, basically. Mm-hmm. But Kobe was paying attention to like his footwork, mm-hmm. and Kanye was so thrown off by it because no one thinks that way. But. When you think about all the people that were asking, all those players, that were, the younger players asking Kobe those questions, do you think someone told Kobe to look at that other player's fo- footwork? That's a result of Kobe spending time on his own, yes. figuring out how to perfect his craft. There's, that's that self-reliance. That's that I'm independent. I take ownership and responsibility over my own development yes. as a professional in my field. And there's not the the hilarious thing about those younger players f- flailing around like help help. The hilarious thing is that the very thing that they're looking for, they've already defeated themselves because you're asking you're you're uh,
1: outsourcing it. Yeah, you're looking for a shortcut, you know.
0: You're looking for a shortcut. You have to be a versatile vigilante and is it vigilante or tay
1: whatever you prefer bro that's again versatility
0: <laughs> you have to do it yourself go in the mud if i was kobe the answer i'd have for them is go try and figure it out you haven't tried enough because you're just trying to not use your you're being mentally lazy yeah and you're just trying to be like oh uh, make me a better player like i can't make you but you have to make yourself a better player exactly man kobe would go to jordan with questions but very well thought out questions. Yeah, and Jordan would be like, who the fuck is this kid? Yeah. Like, oh, he's an like an insane student. But he's brought it far enough where he's like, okay, I've thought about this as much as I can. Now I have my
1: question. Exactly, man. Want to hear a funny story? Kinda, sure. It's, it's kind of off topic, but you'll understand. So yeah, a good friend of mine the other day, we were talking and he doesn't give a shit about sports at all. Never cared. No interest. Mm-hmm. Cool. But he was telling me, he's like, man, it's hard for me to like, kind of network with some of the guys because sports is such an easy topic to bond over, right? Like, shoot the shit about the game last night, super easy, Facts. build relationships that way. And I'm like, I feel you, bro. But listen, you are gonna be trying to, you're gonna be trying to talk to people that have been watching sports for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. You've been watching sports for like a couple months. They can tell. Yep. Right?
0: 10,000%. They
1: can tell and they don't want to talk to you. Not because they don't like you, but Mm -hmm. they want to talk sports with someone who really knows sports. Yep. And like, same with that Kobe shit. Same with that artist shit. Like, you can't Mm -hmm. be having, you can't be up here and having a conversation down here, bro. It doesn't help either of you. Nope. It's like, it's frustrating for me and it's Mm -hmm. not going to help you.
0: you 100%. Like, you can feel, you can feel that it's a waste of time. Waste of time. You can feel like when, it's like, just off the fact that you asked me that tells me so much
1: exactly and not even on a disrespectful thing not disrespectful we're not not ready for this you're just (laughs)
0: yeah it's like the fact that you had to ask that tells me that the the level of of like diligence that you have you didn't you didn't think much about this you're just kind of like brainlessly asking me things yeah not quite there yet um that's a really that's a good one.
1: That's yeah. I I just laughed because I told him that straight up, and he's like, "You're right, bro."
0: It's true. It'll you come know? across. Like, you got to just be yourself and own it. Like yourself, me, I'll tell bro. you right now. I have. I'm pulling out all these references about Kobe and whatnot. I'm not the biggest sports guy at yeah. all. I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk to you. I'm wearing a Raptors hoodie. I can't tell. I couldn't tell you the roster right now. I'm not even really paying attention like that. No I just know that this is a team that I was. I used to wear. Uh, Actually, I used to wear a Chicago Bulls hat for because of Jordan, uh, but I just know that um, this is homegrown, it's home team, man. You know, I used to work at Real Sports for a little bit, mm-hmm.
1: Square One, huh? In Square One, no, nah,
0: Real Real Sports Apparel in the um, in the Maple Leaf, oh, in the okay. Roger Center. Okay, okay, no, okay. not Roger Center. What is it now? Uh, ACC used to be ACC. It used to be ACC. We just realistically, Scotiabank. it's the ACC yeah. now. Oh, Scotia Bank, <laughs> another corporation. <laughs> i gave scotia bank the look just now. um still sponsor me though (laughs) yeah don't let my views don't reflect (laughs) on vince at all okay yeah
1: but no i feel you bro and that's the thing too that's why i call this shit versatile like i think it's amazing to know a little bit about a lot of different shit Mm -hmm. if you're more on one topic cool but
0: yeah
1: you know let's let's talk about some different shit
0: facts you know yeah
1: i learn you learn that's blessed that's That's fun that's
0: what it is i'm i'm oh i've always been more into i remember at um man as at the age of like 12 or 13 for some reason i thought i was like okay i'm a young like mixed black kid and i'm like okay i gotta either (laughs) i gotta either play ball or rap Mm -hmm. um that's just the thing that's like taught at a young age um and i remember asking my sister one day i was like <laughs> i was like these two career paths i'm like do i rap or do i play ball and then she gave me the pros and cons of each and she's like you know if if you you can flop as an nba player but still make bank um uh, but then as a rapper if you make it huge like you go crazy and you know, i'm like oh uh. and then i always just love hip-hop more fight to pick.
1: That's a good way to look at it, man. Yeah. Whatever you like more. Yeah. Fuck it. You do have the fucking height for basketball though. Definitely, sure. definitely. That's hilarious. Pops tried his best to get me <laughs> into playing ball. Get but, some rebounds. But man. It, you know,
0: him taking me to the those DJ things seemed to work a little better. There you
1: go. He knew what he was doing and Yeah, one of the one of those ways he knew. So music wise currently, bro, what's the uh what's what's the goals? Like what what are you trying to do? This is uh Something you want to rock with full time? Like this is your this is your career. Mm-hmm. This is
0: you know this is plan A and plan plan Z. This Love is it. or Z whatever. Um, this is this is my calling. Um, I want nothing more, nothing less. You know, it's it's music or die. Um, till the end, you know, I want to be. That's why I am looking forward to see where guys like Jay-Z take. Like, I do want to see Jay-Z drop another album when he's 60. I want to hear that because he's still amazing right now. So what's going to change? Like, he's just always incredible to me. 444 is an incredible album. And you're hearing reflections from him that I've never heard any other rapper talk about. No. He's talking about legacy. He's talking about being a better man. He's talking about the ways he's wronged his family family feud like all these themes that are you just seeing someone grow um and so for me music wise it's about following suit like i hope to see these guys pave the way and then i'll follow suit and i do want to be doing music until i i said it on my live stream not too long ago i want to be doing music until i'm on the deathbed and even then i hope i can come up with a catchy hook oh, yeah, man. <laughs> if i can come up with a last hook or a punchline on my deathbed and those are my dying words i'll be happy
1: hopefully that's not your best one though Hopefully, that <laughs> one you, got, you enjoyed the royalties yeah
0: before, you know? hey we'll let my kids and grandkids there eat off the royalties old, of that see. one you know Very I'll, I'll own West all South my Valley publishing North. at that yeah. time so i mean <laughs> oh, yeah. i still do but
1: you know that's real shit too do you you you're a one-man show right now
0: one man well mm, no let's not let me not say that um primarily yes but Very important to shout out my guy. um, Yo, I still don't know how to fully pronounce your name. Is it Klajdi? I call you Clyde sometimes. He's a guy that I met. um, He's a guy that I met off of. uh, There's this website called looperman.com. I don't know if you've heard of it. Basically, people go on there to find loops, sound loops for songs, and then they build a beat around the loop. And there's forums on the site. And so you have producers, artists, engineers, and just everyone into music and making music um, on that forum. That's dope as hell. And so one day, um, I'm so glad I got to tell this story. I haven't told it yet. Um, Exclusive. Exclusive. Um, One day, I was just like, yo, I need a team. I need people because I can feel this starting to become a lot of work. At the time, I was mixing all my songs uh rec- recording myself mixing finding the beats and all that stuff just from a to a to z i'll just do it all myself um uploading it onto distro kit and all that which i still do i made i drafted up a post i'm like okay hey, i need to word this in a way where i'll attract people that are really serious about music like i'm not trying to be here for here for a second gone the next second so I just wrote it in a way where I'm like, yo, I'm really looking to build a team of people who are serious about their craft. Yeah, I pre- I'm i down to hear artists, but I really prefer producers, engineers, because I'm the artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that role is you filled. You got that good already. I got that. Um, and sure enough, two people reached out to me that I still am in contact with to this day. One of them is an artist named Cabot. Shout outs to you, Cabot. Um, We've done two songs together already and more to come. Dope that's my guy he's out in um he's out in oakland and he's like 15 years old he's a young kid but super potential yeah shout out to Bay. um and then my guy klajdi aka clyde um he's from albania let's go producer engineer and he hit me up and he's like yo i like your music um and we it's been done since then that was like in january or february and now we've just been locked in since i love he either he either produces the beat or will take a beat i send to him and rework it and just make it sound make it sound nice and take my vocals make them sound crispy uh so he's a crucial part of the team for sure i
1: love that bro i've always enjoyed when artists have a like kind of a producer that they tap in with yeah you know that's a great watching
0: motherfucking drake and 40 the the tag team arguably the best combo You have them, you got, <clears throat> you got Jay-Z and Guru, you got, um, who is it? Snoop and Dre. Snoop and, oh my God, Snoop and Dre. You got J. Cole and it's not it's not Ali. Ali is Kendrick's guy?
1: Yeah, mixed by Ali. J.
0: Cole has a guy, but I forget his name. I'm Ibrahim
1: sure or something? That, I forget. Something like that, but there's some great
0: Yo, yep. Having bro. that as an artist, that is such a blessing yep. to be able to have that person who, like, really is like down same work ethic as you maybe even more sometimes huge man and they just know the craft and they know they can sometimes point you and uh do this do this one again try it like this they can bro, coach you and
1: stuff they're it's excellent it's that, that's some of the best music ever bro when you're just tapped in with each other really speaking that same language facts excellent so that's good to hear bro. We're on the right track thank you um that's dope bro and touring and something you got on the like covid permitting i know that's been fucked up but yeah yeah um, seeing you perform you have definitely a stage presence too by the way
0: thank you thank you um you know performing is definitely something that um i take very seriously and you know i haven't even performed much but i just know from before i even did it like i the amount of times i rehearsed for that performance insane Mm -hmm. and i don't think most people would do stuff like that i What's really a
1: rehearsal look look like for you
0: literally going in my basement and just i have an sm 58 microphone so i'll hold a microphone not connected yeah <laughs> just hold just just, just, just to do. be able to f- feel it yeah and feel how it feels to move around with it while holding a mic and make sure your mic positioning is good and all that yeah and then i load up the songs um i this is actually you know this is actually cru- I, I was thinking of keeping this private but it's actually better to share maybe artists can learn from this too there's like how to practice your craft 101 yeah i just thought about how would kobe do it and how he would do it is like go in an isolated place act like you're doing it and load up the songs play them on your speaker so i play my songs I altered them so that the uh, vocals are a little lower, I could hear myself. But the crucial part is record yourself. I rec- if, if you go on my computer and my phone, you will see about seven recordings, seven different days of me performing my live set for myself. And more. actually more recordings, because what I would do is immediately after performing it, I would watch the video back and then I would, I would just look at myself and be like, okay, I need to do that better. I, my voice can be better here. Perform it right again. Record it again. And what, what I plan to do with the performance, I have this live performance that, you, that I met you at. Recorded. And so, again, I shall
1: watch. That's that game footage, man.
0: It's game footage. I treated it like Kobe would treat game footage. Exactly. That's dope. There's no point me. in just playing if you're not going to watch the footage after. You're right, man. You're
1: right. It is. It's music is one of those things where you could just fuck around with it, but you could also take it as seriously as you fucking want, you know, as a craft. As, as.
0: I take it very seriously. Maybe people will hear that and be like, this guy is like no, super that's intense. Blast, I don't give that a fuck That works for at this you, point. though. Yeah, yeah. That works I, for you. I'm. We're here for a short amount of time. I'm going to max maximize that shit and study my shit and look at myself and be like, nah, at this part, I want to jump like exactly, this. Man. This part, I'm going to move like that. Mm-hmm. That's why people hit me up after the show and they're like, yo, yours is just so natural. You I'm like, it's doing, not man. actually natural. It, yeah. lo- it looks like it. <laughs> it's the opposite. Of yeah, natural, that's that's actually. very rehearsed <laughs> and that's practice. You end up finding your natural swing through practice. Absolutely. Otherwise, man. you're just stumbling and awkward and you're like, you don't know how you sound. You don't know how you're presenting. You have to watch it.
1: Absolutely, it's cool to say I just fucking rolled out of bed and did. This I just
0: naturally swagged out on stage. Some people can do that, they but can.
1: not everybody. Most people can, and right? most
0: of these artists you're seeing who are incredible performers, that's hours of group. Like you saw the oh Beyonce man. that Beyonce documentary about the um that performance she did. I forget. She did it like two nights in a row, and she had a different outfit for each night, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, obviously but it showed that's a performer yeah, at no joke, work bro. even michael you look at michael like the his dad had them re- re- like rehearsing insane yeah only through really like owning in on your craft and like getting into that zone of like that mamba that mamba zone where you're like no one can tell me how to work on this yeah I'm going to take it to that degree, you know? You have to take it there, though. You.
1: You need to actually enjoy doing that. Facts. Like, Kobe seemed like the type of guy, if he would be, like, sitting at home, he'd be miserable, like I feel. You know, like, he'd want to fucking break his back doing that.
0: Exactly. And you know what? I knew. when this. I I didn't even answer your question. (laughs) Just for the record. We're going to get back to it. But I knew when I was rehearsing. I tapped into a zone and I'm like I fucking love this. Mm-hmm. I love this so yeah. much. When I'd finish, I'd feel I'd feel exhilarated. I'd feel like oh my god, I'm ready. And then when I when it was game time and I got on stage, I did the gut check. You know when you know when in school when you'd be sitting in class and it was your turn it was your turn to present for the day? Yeah. You'd be in the you'd be sit first the other people the other students would be presenting before you you'd be watching them be all nervous and you'd be secondhand nervous for them. Excuse me. Um, You'd be sitting in the class and you're like, you're comfortable because you're sitting on the class, you're sitting with everyone looking at the front. But as soon as you get up to the front and you stand up there, now you're in the opposite position. You're looking at the class and you're like, oh my God, the butterflies come. And you're like, yo, it's real. But I did a gut check like that um when it was when i was for the show and i looked at all of you guys in the crowd and i was like oh i'm about to kill this i don't feel fear i feel excitement that's
1: what you're here for man this is what i'm here for
0: and that's partly because of preparation
1: for sure it is
0: that's from you know in school you're scared to present cuz you're you're talking about a topic that you don't give a shit about yeah but that's when you're up way, there right? up there on that stage, yo, this is me. This is me in my music I'm about to communicate to the people. It's my life. Th- it's my life. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yeah,
1: That's real as fuck, man. No, that that that's what I would want from an artist, you know. That mm-hmm. confidence, that superstar shit. Superstar is not measurable, you know? Mm-hmm. It's something you have, like facts. Presence, you know? Facts. Stage presence. Mhm.
0: And things like I'm not just robotically up there like, oh, no. I'm just going to rap my lyrics and sing my songs. Like, I'm I'm looking at people. I'm in the moment. I'm present. There's there's mindfulness that goes into that. Exactly. Let me look around. Who's who's enjoying who 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 needs to be picked up a little more? Let me let me walk into the crowd. So exactly, m- multiple yeah. times I'm like, exactly. I even said it in the mic. I'm like, let me go be be with my people right now. That, and that that's that it. alone that's people are like, whoa,
1: for the audience.
0: love that and granted a lot of those people they know me from like my presence to them is normal just because we're friends and all that but it just i had people tell me after they're like yo when you came into the crowd it's like this whoa
1: that's dope right when your your homies they would have supported you anyway but Mm -hmm. then when they're like yo you actually bodied that that's sick
0: Mm -hmm. they're like yeah, you know, all of fire. them. Afterwards, are like, "No, you actually like super killed that That's for real." Like no no, they like, no, no, oh, would have been "No flattery." Job, bro. Good job. Yeah,
1: and you know when they're being real, like, okay,
0: you could s- you could see it in the eyes. Yeah, and bro. all of them had that look. My one boy, one my one homie came up to me, Chris, um who doesn't. He's very much not the type to just like. He's That's not a flattery what? guy. Yeah. He's not a guy. He'll he loves telling shit just straight. Mm-hmm. Um. He'll just if something's underwhelming to him, he'll just be like, "Ah, uh, it's, it's okay." Yeah. He's like, "Bro, he's like, you're gonna be huge one day." Lit. He told my parents too. He's like, "This guy's gonna be huge one day." He just said it like almost in this calm, <laughs> like under his breath way, and I knew how much he meant it yes. in that moment. I'm yes. like, "I'm glad you see it,
1: bro." No, that's awesome, man. I definitely, I definitely think so, man. Definitely think so. You got Thank the. Thank you. Got the good story mm. and you got the talent and the work ethic keep dropping shit bro Yo, that's what i say you. to everyone that puts content out mm-hmm. anything not even music like just keep dropping shit just keep always. dropping
0: the rust the rust method russ, always keep dropping you bro. even see i saw a clip of andrew schultz um when they interviewed russ on uh was it brilliant brilliant idiots, idiots? um andrew even said it to him it's like Andrew's not even an artist, but the rust method applied to him too. So, like you're saying, it's whatever people are doing. It's have to keep dropping, bro. The momentum has to build. If you, you know, if you pick up the ball and you drop it every second, it's like it doesn't have a chance to. You got to make sure the snowball builds. Exactly. If bro, you keep stopping it, then uh, you're not going to see the results you want.
1: Jay Z has. This was a interview that I remember watching when it came out, but it's gone viral again. A little clip of it mm-hmm. where he was talking about the early two thousands and mm-hmm. all his guys on on his label at the time were all <laughs> sick, right? Mm-hmm. But they weren't really Fif- dropping the Fifty Cent thing. You remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, you guys need to fucking drop because now. Fifty Cent's coming, man. Now. And then it happened. Yeah, right. Fifty's
0: coming, and that's that's a com- that's also um, the amazingness of just having incredible foresight and being in Absolutely, tune with man. what's going on crazy he had enough awareness two two things and he's so business-minded yeah. you're, th- you're talking about market competition yeah so you look at two things there one he has his ear to the streets so he knows this oh 50s next. bubbling up yeah. there's a problem here yeah and he even jay in his own uh, he has a song called it's hot Mm-hmm. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is fifty yeah, cents? Yeah. Like he was already they've like trying to be like little, yeah, yeah. They they have always been funny, but Jay Z had the awareness of what's going on in the streets, and then also a very real thing about what his own camp was doing. Yeah, and he knows his his own guys weren't weren't pushing as hard as they should it's have been. Agree. They yeah. should have been flooding like Murder Inc was flooding the Everything. market. Like Murder Inc was like super Ja Rule Ashanti Ja Rule Ashanti. Um and then 50 just came and that was it. squashed all of that.
1: 100% man. Yeah. That's real like um general general shit like Mhm. You got to play this game the right
0: way, I have to. Um and the thing, let me let me answer the touring thing. Yeah. Um <laughs> So about goal that. You're, you cuz you were getting into like goals and all that stuff for yeah. for um next year. Um what I hope to do I hope my positioning to the mic is okay, by the way. Oh, yeah, you're good, I've man. been close this whole you're time. Good. Uh, you see the audio is all chopped after.
1: <laughs> nah, we're good, bro. I'd much rather louder than
0: quiet anyway, so true. we're blessed. True, true, true. Um, yeah, in terms of shows, I think it's really about right now my, audi- <laughs> my audience is hilariously like all over the place. I think I have more fans in Morocco than I do in toronto nice. right now which is insane i think yeah. i've i think i think if i was up to fly out to casablanca um <laughs> i could probably pack out a venue there, there we c- go. quicker than i could in toronto look a yeah bit. yeah i've had that i've had that comparison before and i think people you know they see the name uh the whole arabic name and they're like
1: oh it's one of
0: us on, yeah oh my god there's like and i've had so many fans hit me up and their their name is also imad nice just spelled differently and i'm like oh okay we got the mod like the mod squad is <laughs> here oh the mod squad i might have to a t-shirt yeah i might have t-shirt <laughs> uh, but yeah i think it's right now in terms of shows it's just really about building the audience locally yeah um I agree. and saga in toronto and then maybe not tours yet but like just starting to do more shows so yeah. i think the goal for 2022 is like do like i don't know if i could do five four or five shows i'd be very happy yeah different bars and venues and whatnot in toronto but slowly ramping it up like i wanted to really be yo this guy's headlining some shit and like you know bringing out 100 200 people three and like why not yeah
1: why not people have done it before why not you
0: trust Right. and then we'll and then we'll hit up uh scotia bank and all that you know exactly when that time is here ooh, it's body, gonna be that you know it's one thing i super want to do and i'll tell the fans too especially anyone listening from saga no one's really done it big at celebration square no and that to me is a travesty i want to shut celebration square down
1: it's massive
0: man. it's it's, bare it's, space it's amazing yeah um i mark my words i will do a show in celebration square and i will perform square one freestyle let's get it man and everyone's gonna go crazy yes clip this and watch when that day comes i'm gonna do a wild show at celebration square shows plural let's get it yeah hell yeah after all my world tour runs i'm gonna bring it back home where it begun square one
1: Yes, Love sir. it. That's speaking it into existence, man. Yes, sir. Manifestation. Manifestation. Mm-hmm. Excellent, bro. So we talked a little bit before. Do a little uh, versatile question. I want to throw out some like little comparisons. You tell me which one you prefer. All Ooh,
0: right. like would you rather?
1: Yeah, basically. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna and they're gonna be hard as fuck.
0: Okay. What are my? Can I pass on any, or do I just? If you want. Nah, I if ain't passing want, on bro. shit. We're not in interrogation. Nah, we.
1: Drake or Jay Z. <laughs> I knew that would fuck you up right oh, off the bat. That's a tough
0: one, man. No, nah, I, I say Jay. Uh, I say Jay yeah, J because... Do I say because or just sure. leave it? Um, I think it's like the full scope to me. Like artist, businessman, legacy, longevity. Um, I think the expertise in the music too. Drake, don't get me wrong, incredible artist. I love so many songs of his and yeah. so much of the catalog. But to me... Um, watching jay-z go from reasonable doubt to 444 is like that's hard to Crazy that's hard bro. to beat bro so it's jay for me yeah fair enough favorite rapper of all time definitely yeah okay yeah yeah we gave yeah. him that crown yeah man go <laughs> love it goat status
1: hot or cold
0: <laughs> like body temperature anything <laughs> i saw snoop
1: dogg ask this question to people before and i always the answers were always so funny just hot or cold yeah hot or cool what do you mean
0: oh man um yeah i say hot hot it's a tough one because i do thing. hate being too hot <laughs> body temperature wise and sometimes it's nice to go outside and it's just a nice cool weather facts um but in general winter sucks so i'm gonna say hot big facts
1: yeah uh what's a mississauga question
0: Ooh, please give me
1: um dixie dixie outlet mall or aaron mills shopping center
0: <laughs> dixie wins i never Dang. spent i never spent too much time at aaron mills nah dixie mall got the i was D-marked. there not too long ago and i got um i actually got this hoodie i got this hoodie from the winners at um at dixie mall so yeah, shout out to winners you can't go wrong with that hell yeah yeah i don't I even promise. know if the americans really know about winners but oh man winners, they know about they know about tj maxx and all that um shout out to dixie mall yo huge yeah i
1: agree on that uh burgers or hot dogs burgers Burgers. that's a no-brainer to me no-brainer okay i
0: fucking love these questions though let's get it drinking or smoking um definitely a little bit more of a drinker i'm these days i'm not much of either i think during pandemic i think at the beginning my drinking went up but as the pandemic has just been continuing (laughs) um it's significantly decreased. I think this year I've drank less than any other year nice. and smoked. Um, although edibles are dope. I really, really love edibles. And I've had some of my best laughs just being high off edibles and just, oh, my God, the stupidest shit will make you laugh. And I'm just Bro. in tears. Be careful with the dosage, though. In t- yeah, that you got to be careful with <laughs> the dosage. Um, but sometimes, like, a dumb joke or just, oh, I'm like, crying like i can't even breathe feel that yeah yeah
1: mcdonald's or
0: wendy's
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just randomly throwing these out these are
0: great oh man the thing is mcdonald's is like it's so good for like like accessibility wise, like they, if you want a no versatile. brainer, you have more versatile. So, in many ways, for this podcast, my answer should be McDonald's. <laughs> but if I, it's like if I want the better burger, Wendy's burger. I'm going to Wendy's. Fox. So, with that being said, <laughs> we'll say McDonald's for the just for the pod. Okay. For the versatility, McDonald's wins. McDonald's versatility you like know what that. they do on Drink Champs? What you could do in the future is like if someone can't answer. You stump them; they have to take a shot. Yeah, facts, that's right. a that's a real Bro,
1: drinks, drink champs got to chill with the horns, though. Oh my god! Fucking guys! Yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to them, though. Shout out to yeah. Shout out uh, to. Last Oregon but not fan. least, in, er, inspired by our earlier combo, J Lo or Ashanti? <laughs> oh,
0: uh, definitely Ashanti. Yes, okay. uh, just because. I mean, J Lo's got records, of course. um but Ashanti, just singer songwriter. Bro, those um, records are. Her writing, mail. writing things, writing records for J Lo. Um, as a songwriter, I take so much pride in songwriting myself. So that crown has to go to uh, Ashanti. Love Ashanti, man. Yeah, 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 and definitely as a middle middle school boy, that like was, watching Ashanti is just like bro, one mesmerized. First, one of my first And they like, have. She has a song called "Mesmerized" with Jaru Rule too. Best song ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Definitely one of my first experience where i'm like wow that's a beautiful yeah yeah bro. wow and it was
0: just different at even the time now. even now it's just different at the time because you know you just grow up with you grow up watching so many like white true white artists, like britney spears and like all these white artists gwen stefani I'm and whatnot ashanti all day, bro. <laughs> christina aguilera but you just seeing ashanti at the time was very refreshing as as boys and just people of color at that at that time and now obviously um uh yeah ashanti all day shout out ashanti bro but shout out to j-lo too j-lo, J-Lo had some bangers 100
1: yeah. but ashanti crazy
0: that, that j-lo song um <laughs> waiting for tonight waiting for she tonight. had a
1: few bro uh, so
0: ooh, that I song have, still I gets me that one ll cool j, LL cool j. Crazy oh j. with that videos i come with the, Iconic, the snow man. and all that oh my god Iconic. that's one of the times to me visually where like the the song and the video match Ten so well
1: bro the early 2000s i'm very like nostalgic about mm. that like especially the music fuck they mm. that,
0: shit. that was a different time man different time bro All i miss those, those are, days
1: those i don't really try to look back too much but that i'm like oh Ooh, that was gold those days were different bro a lot of those
0: songs were very very iconic excellent man they just had they had character to them in a way that i mean i hate to sound old and whatnot but sometimes these days it's just the music is good and it's a bop but it's like those songs had character yeah. to them. Like all I have is so its own song. Crazy song. That's why I try with my own music. When for the people listening that know my songs or are about to listen to my songs, one thing that I really try and take from the uh, from that era is like each song needs to be its own. You can't make yeah. songs that are just oh, like I can't tell them apart. I don't know that one. Okay, that one has an 808, and you this hook sounds like that hook, and the hook sounds like the verse, and. Uh, I can't this artist sounds like that artist and it's so much yeah melting together it's all just a mush of auto-tune and 808s you can't tell what's what but my songs you take an island time you compare it to uh square one freestyle you compare that to outside it gets to the point where you're like is this a different artist yeah that's dope this beat is its own beat this thing is its own vibe and you're gonna uh, you run the risk of people only liking some of your music which is fine i'll take different pockets of audiences for that for sure. trade-off of being versatile
1: versatility bro i remember in that same jay-z breakfast club interview it was when yeezus came out mm. and charlemagne's like bro i only really like like four out of ten and jay-z's like but that's pretty good so four mm-hmm. out of ten that's pretty good mm-hmm you know that is pretty it's good. a fucking see another wise way to look at it no like, facts that's pretty smart hey, you can count beautiful. on jay
0: to spend man this has been like a jay-z kobe bryant appreciation hey, podcast
1: man, they've done a lot you know
0: they're role models in every way um yeah that that interview and it you know jay had a lot of things to say in that interview about um about taking your time with music yeah and as a listener taking your time with it and not being yeah. like it's like you li- you only like four songs right now but this, the album just came out.
1: Yeah, a, a couple months from now you might like Yeah, it. it's
0: like how is it that you just you know, an artist the inst- the artist puts so much thought into an album, the the se- the sequencing, the instrumentation, the the layering, everything. You cannot begin to process and digest after one listen. After one listen, the nerve maybe <laughs> not you can't even do that you can't even do that off one song let alone an album there's so many times people hit me up now there's there's um i did a lyric video i did like i posted a tiktok i'm still trying to get my tiktok up that's a whole like other yeah, thing TikTok weird
1: bro i got that too oh, I follow my tiktok bro. yeah
0: hit him up on tiktok <laughs> yeah and me too um but um i posted a video of me rapping along with lyrics from a song that i did a feature on right you know you know the show where i brought up the guy my guy akile Leonard. shout out to akile uh we did a song called movie together which has like fifty thousand streams it's like doing very well it's definitely like a fan favorite i have a verse on there i'm featured and so on my tiktok i did just a lip-syncing thing Mm -hmm. and i put the lyrics there and my friend hit me up he's like i did not catch some of those lines before you posted that I watched that video and I realized some of the things you were saying. And I'm like, That's what it is. this goes to show you, you can't really form an opinion that people these days. It's like, hear the song. Okay, next. For sure. Next.
1: Bro, that happens to me all the time where I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even take in that. Literally, I might have heard the song so many times. Like mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs. I'm like, oh fuck, I never really took that part mm-hmm.
0: in. And it makes you appreciate it on a whole, exactly. on a whole new level. And granted... To the to the audience's defense or the listeners' defense, there's a lot of music these days. Oh man. There is a lot. Crazy. There's sixty thousand songs uploaded to Spotify every day. Insane. Every day. And that's one platform. Insane. So, you know, there's there's artists that I love and right now I don't even have the time to a hundred percent. Keep up with all the projects and just there's so much going on and i almost feel I almost feel funny just being an artist myself and i'm all i'm doing is adding to that that pool but Fox, bro. i just i hope to set myself apart from most artists and i think i do i think there's not many people sonically you could compare me to necessarily um if and i know, know it's i know it's connecting with people i can feel it
1: exactly if you know you're liking it if you like what you make keep mm. making it Facts. i go through that with the podcast too bro there's a million podcasts out but mm. i enjoy mine keep doing that shit
0: that's what the fuck i'm talking fuck about it. bro let's get it it gets to a point where you're like respect but fuck all the other people <laughs> yeah. doing this like i'm doing mine too. i'm just doing me i'm doing it like there's no one else one thing because there's no other you
1: 100 percent, bro one thing i'm gonna i'm gonna say and mm. this is for any anyone watching so mm. quick story Mm. last year i've been doing this i've been doing this podcast since 20 the very end of 2017 beginning of 2018 didn't get this this spot till last year 2020 mm-hmm. so covid definitely kicked me in the ass to take it to a next step right mm. like go a little harder with it bro the amount of people that started podcasts during covid insane so yeah. re- like literally a couple of weeks ago yeah I, a bunch of them would f- we would follow each other at the time on ig mm-hmm. Just for fun, I'm like, let me see a lot of these people because I haven't seen them post shit. Yeah. Bro, they last post, June 2020. Last post, October 2020. May 2020. Bro, it's one thing for people to start something. Mm -hmm. Music, podcasting, anything. Art. If you fold too early, bro, Mm. you're fucked. You need to keep it moving, man.
0: You You know what's the biggest shame with those? When they're good.
1: 100%.
0: I'm sure some of those those ones you checked out, you're like, damn. For sure, bro. A- everyone person's...
1: has something where it's like, wow, they do that a little different than me. That's pretty dope, you know. Mm-hmm. But you stopped. Now they, it's worth shit.
0: They flop on themselves. Exactly. And oh my goodness, there's an there's an artist I will who will not be named, <laughs> but if you you know exactly who you are, um, and it's out of love at the end of the day, so yeah. there's no issue. Uh, we recently linked up. Super talented um we had a conversation about putting out music and how often we put out music and he said um i was like uh, i was was some other guy another everyone was going to be anonymous in this story but one other guy pointed me out and he's like jokingly he's like yo can you imagine this guy is putting out um music every two like every couple weeks because yeah i've put out I've put out um, 13 singles this year. Nice. So that's almost that's a little more than once a month, right? Um, and so I asked the I'm like, yeah, this is what this is just what I will die by. And like, yeah. I you need to put out music often. 100%. I've I've learned enough by this point. This you is what to. you have to do. You can't fuck around with that. Even if it's once a month, that's fine. You need to. Um, you can't leave long gaps. And then, uh, <laughs> I asked this guy. In question um i just looked at him i wanted to see his answer for what he's doing because he's an artist as well and he said the last time he posted music was january it's Too long. and this man. is a conversation we had last week and i was like bro what are you doing
1: that's nah, way too long bro i
0: was like you're too fire to yeah, have waited this long wait you're on what are you gonna wait for a year anniversary anniversary to drop your second
1: could be the best song ever and it's not enough
0: it doesn't matter and then i had a there was another guy again will not be named but i'm low-key judging you guys out of love because you guys can do better than this and because you're talented you just need to drop more but the other guy was like yeah i had a he's like i dropped an ep um I dropped an EP in the summer and it popped off and I haven't dropped anything since. But it's just like that means you're just riding off the success of that. Um, And granted, I know that there's life things that come in the way and I know it's tough, but the consistency is so important. And it just really sucks when people are super talented and they just kind of drop the ball on themselves
1: man yeah so that's the kobe thing man if you can't do it you're, if you steve can't help yourself i can't help you i
0: can't help you you know? gotta put out music you gotta, gotta do it. no one's gonna come looking for you not these days zero percent it's a fight for attention anything anything bro whatever you do the quality you, fi- you are in that challenge too whatever percent, man. yeah and you i know you can feel it that f- that fight to get more how do i grow How do I get build my audience? But
1: uh, stopping too early robs you of that. Like, oh fuck, okay, I'm seeing movement, bro. Last year I had zero. I had one guest on the podcast because Mm. most of that was COVID related. Yeah, but also wasn't as wasn't like networking like I am Mm -hmm. now. Now I see the ball rolling a little bit, and it's like, okay, let's continue to fucking push this. And this is what's going to do
0: it. And granted, not each step is going to be like some giant thing. But as long as you are in tune and patient enough to see this is a step. Yes. I don't care that it's not. It could be be a little millimeter. It doesn't matter. It's something. You are better off than you were yesterday. You are now in a better position, and the thing is, you will never know. It's like that picture with the the people. This is now like so important, but you know which one? Uh, yeah, they're shove the, the, with the thing. The, they're mining yeah. for the diamonds, yeah. right? And they're like one shot away. You never know how yeah, close yeah. you so are, and fucked. and I I'd like to extend on that meme and say there's not just one diamond. You never want to think of it as like no. oh I just blow up one time and it's no. over. There's maintenance. There's you want to look for multiple diamonds.
1: You want to live till you're old man. Old man with a real history
0: behind you. Yeah, and you don't want to the the you don't want to think of blowing up as a singular event. Like Russ said, it multiple blow ups. Because what happens is, if you think about it as one, the time you think you get it, you're just not going to maintain. You're not going. You're just going to rise right? and fall. You Bro. need to find new ways of expanding and blowing yourself up
1: remember best i ever had
0: of course huge hit huge now
1: we don't even remember that song because he's had so many he's continued drake by the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyone who doesn't know drake (laughs) continues to drop (laughs) hits like yeah bro best i ever had was probably the biggest song at the time it went even talk about it it went
0: crazy and drake is a an embodiment of he, he said something incredible in an interview once i'm showing all my cards about all the people that i study but this just Same. this is an example of when you take your craft seriously you want to study all the people who also took it seriously Absolutely, and like lived man. it out and are living examples of it um or they've passed or whatever they've took it to that insane yeah. level but drake in an interview he said and this is to me just incredible. Oh, this one of those ones that you just always remember. He said, um, "When you take, when you listen to, or when you take in his tour, his tour cycles when he goes touring, right? Um, he says the last four songs uh, will be his biggest songs, right? And his goal is to make sure that for the next tour cycle, he has a different." last four songs which when you have that standard make that pushes you to make sure you're not relying on past hits so what happens is he takes that set list <clears throat> so the, let's say the last four songs god's plan one one dance um i don't know two slide and like whatever yeah. else whatever order you want to do the next tour cycle that happens he then turns out um laugh now cry later yeah. um too sexy even though uh, uh you VR, know yeah. he turns out these new hits and then these old ones get bumped up into the set list yeah. and now these new four come here that is a surefire way to make sure that you're com- constantly competing with yourself outdoing yourself and setting new setting new bars for yourself Building that fire literally and figuratively that. setting yeah. new bars that for was yourself.
1: the elliot wilson interview right I, it might have been the That's rap one radar. of the best interviews I've ever Incredible seen. Incredible interview.
0: Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh very controlled but good at the same time. As you Drake ex-
1: bro, he doesn't need to do anything he doesn't want to do.
0: He dude. won't do something like this where it's like unprepared and yet. off the cuff. Yeah. Oh, there's a time for that. Yes. Drake you're coming through manifestation. Bro. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Drake you're coming. He will he'll, he'll be here one day talking <laughs> about what versatility <laughs> yes, means to yes, him yes. and answering your uh would you rather questions. Exactly, bro. <laughs>
1: Well, bro, this was fucking awesome. I don't know if you have anything left.
0: This was incredible.
1: Bro, Imad, one of the sickest artists coming up, Mississauga, going to be a star. Yes, check sir. out already some of his tracks on SoundCloud, Spotify,
0: YouTube. Yes, sir. Video coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let me let me get some self-promo Love off. Love this, man. Um, so the things I like to promo, first of all, my current single, No Time. Go check that out now. Uh, produced by my guy Klajdi, Check in Check in Beats. That's actually his name. Let me dope. say it like that. Um, he's gonna hate that I was using his first name, but it was Check oh, in he, Beats. Check in Beats, okay? <laughs> if you could like dub that over <laughs> every time I said his first name, dub that over. Um and Shams, of course, shout out to Shams. That's you know dope collab there. Um that's the current single so go check that out. And then I have a video coming out on Friday for Outside, the song we were just Save. talking about. Everyone's been uh, waiting on that video. Like I got people saying, finally, and all this. Uh, that was shot by my guy Esteban. He's a part of the team as well. That's the videographer and um, photographer. I love that guy. Um, besides that, look, like I said earlier, the anniversary of, of my first song, Spirit in Time. I have very something very special coming out um on that day on December seventeenth. So look out for that. Little early Christmas gift. Little early Christmas gift. Love it. Yeah. Love for it. my for my people who love the bars. I'll just say that okay. much. Okay, I like there's that. people who prefer the catchy singing song, but there's people who love just they just wanna hear rap.
1: Versatile again, man. Versatile. Out here. Yes. My guy. Fucking yeah. awesome. Interview. This is dope. This is dope, man. Versatile vigilante. Keep a lookout for your mod. Yes, sir. We'll look out for this shit. We got some new stuff coming up. Ending this year off strong, too. Fourth quarter.
0: Mm. Not laying off. Mm.
1: Start the first quarter 2022. This, a, this, is, right a bu- this is a buzzer beater, yo. Buzzer beater. Hey, first it. of the month today, too. Oh, let's, let's get it. We're out here. Let's get it. All right, man. Good looks. Yes. Versatile vigilante.